0: Hello. I couldn't have said that right. Hello, I'm Jim and this is On The Left Side. The funny football show. The uh, Manchester City-West Ham game has been called off due to the uh, adverse weather conditions outside. Oh, it's the Premier League's winter break. Meaning that whilst we get to enjoy... The joys of Storm Kiara and Storm Derek. 50% of our footballing icons are enjoying a week or two in Marbella with a few days of the sunbed and a few nights in a stolen taxi or two. But whilst the UK has been colder than Ed Woodward's heart and as windy as a morning after a curry night at Big Sam's place, at least some footballers have stayed at home to keep us entertained. That's better. Yeah, so whilst some of the top flight took their very well-earned break that they desperately require in the middle of a 38-game domestic season, the championship in the middle of their 46-game domestic season just decided to crack on with it. And that cracking on with it included West Bromwich Albion extending their lead at the top of the table with a 2-0 win over Millwall something that had clearly impressed manager Slavon Bilic. Everybody was talking about Millwall crowd and everything and they were like Shh. and we smelled that, you know. And the place nobody can smell it better than the place when you're on a pitch when you smell that you are better than them. Now, I've heard of being able to smell fear. I mean, we all know what that smells like, right? But being able to smell that the opposition is slightly superior. It's a new one on me. Although, when he first joined up with West Brom, he did say this was one of the reasons he wanted to manage the club. No, I like this kind of a training ground. I like this kind that it smells of, of grass. Yeah. It's not five-star hotel. So maybe this is just his thing. Brendan Rodgers has his character catchphrase. We a great character today. Claudio Ranieri has his dilly-ding-dilly-dong thing. Dilly-ding-dilly-dong, <laughs> dilly come on. So Slaven Bilic just goes around sniffing stuff. The weirdo. There is a part of me, however, that thinks with modern football's attempt to turn every single thing into a commercial opportunity and rake in extra cash with various sponsorship deals here and there, this could just be Billich sowing the seeds for a potential West Brom odor toilette in the future. Fresh cut grass, shin bass, short gossip, Billich. deep heat. The smell of the baggies The new fragrance Nobody can smell it better You may think that's a bit far-fetched But remember West Brom have a giant boiler As a mascot As a result of their partnership With Ideal Boilers So that shark has not only been jumped But Song Hung Ming has flung himself over it Performing a triple axel on the way down Despite not actually getting a touch (laughs) Smelling aside, you can't take away from Slavin Bilic what he has done in the Midlands this season. Well, you probably could if you were Paul Merson because A, he's one of those funny foreign lot is Bilic and B, well, Paul Merson just refuses to give anyone any credit ever. Unless it's one of those good old British boys, obviously. This week, Merce used his footballing know-how and insight... I use those words sparingly, to give his well-thought-out appraisal on Pep Guardiola's work at Manchester City. Are you ready for this one? How's he the best manager in the world? They're 22 points behind. He's the only manager in the whole wide world who could get away with that. We all knew that they needed a centre-half. Company went. Company went. You know, he doesn't know Laporte's getting injured. No one knows that. Of course they don't. But company's gone. 22 points behind. Hang on. So because his centre-back got injured, that means he's no longer a good manager. I mean, Pep is going to be gutted when he realises that not replacing Vincent Company has completely negated those two back-to-back Premier League titles, isn't he? Not to mention the two League Cups, FA Cup, three Bundesliga titles, three La Ligas, two Copa del Rey's and whatever other shiny pots are currently cluttering up his box room back home. Maybe this is just a rare slip of judgement from Paul. I mean, he's usually spot on with this kind of thing, isn't he? Like when he used his years of experience as a top-flight player to give the perfect appraisal of Kevin De Bruyne's return to City. 50-odd million pounds. I just don't see this. I don't see 50-odd million pounds for this player. I really do not see it at all. I, I, honestly, Jeff, I, can't, I, I, can't, I, I thought it was Lira. I... <laughs> lira. <laughs> it's funny because it's foreign. Pep sadly didn't get the chance to prove his doubters wrong over the weekend because City's game against West Ham was called off amongst safety fears as Storm Chiera battered the UK. It was quite literally blown off. Which brings us nicely onto the most recent video nasty from Spurs's Delhi Alley. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I do not recommend Googling Delhi Alley blown off. Thankfully, there was no appearance from little Ali in his most recent cinematic creation. Instead, it was far more topical, with Ali posting a video on social media in which he appeared to joke about the spread of the coronavirus as he filmed an Asian gent in an airport with the caption Corinna what? This virus gonna have to be quicker than that to catch me. It's pretty poor taste for something that has killed nearly a thousand people in China to date and something that, obviously, he was forced to apologise for once it was made very clear to him that maybe taking the piss out of dead and dying people in another country, particularly a footballing marketer as lucrative as China, probably wasn't a great idea. So he mustered up all his sincerity, which doesn't look like it was very much, and posted this apology. Hi guys, it's Ellie. Um, just wanted to apologise on my behalf for video I posted on on Snapchat yesterday, it wasn't funny and I realised that immediately and took it down. But yeah, I let myself down and the club. But um, yeah, I don't want you guys to have that impression of me because it wasn't funny and I realised that straight away and took it down. Now, I appreciate that not all of you can probably speak footballer bullshit and so we've translated the video for you. I just wanted to apologise on my behalf for the video I posted on, on Snapchat yesterday. I've been asked to apologise for the video I posted yesterday. It wasn't funny and you know, I realised that immediately and took it down. Me and my mates thought it was well funny, but I got a call from my PR company who shouted a lot so I said I'd take it down. But, um, But yeah, I don't want you guys to have that impression of me. Even though in real life I'm a bit of a bell end. Hope that helps. It seems that apologies are all the rage this week because it's not just Ali that's been chowing down on some humble pie. Sky Sports have been forced to consume some pastry-based atonement too. Sky Sports pundit Jeff Shreves was forced to make an on-air apology to West Ham owners David Gold and Sullivan this week after heavy criticism on their show Sunday Supplements. On last week's show, there was a discussion about West Ham. Following conversations this week between the Sunday Supplement and the club, we apologise for any factual inaccuracies made on the programme. Recently published accounts show that West Ham have invested heavily in the squad since they moved to the new stadium. They've spent over £1.5 million on scouts in the past year, and they've also invested £10 million in the redevelopment of the training grounds at Rush Green and Chadwell Heath. It also sounds like they're making a hefty investment in terms of really aggressive solicitors too. It's fair to say that it isn't just the media that's giving the Davids a hard time of late, with some fairly large fan protests taking place around the London Stadium in recent weeks. And clearly, the board are just on the PR offensive. And nothing wins you favour in terms of positive media coverage like forcing a grovelling, embarrassing apology from one of the major broadcasters now, does it? But this is merely a ripple in the ocean of West Ham's ability to shove a dirty great Adidas predator into their own mouths when it comes to PR, as they wheeled out David Gold this week for his annual PR disaster as well. Gold gave an interview in which he likened the criticism that he and his co-chairman David Sullivan have been receiving with the aggression shown towards Ed Woodward at Manchester United. To be clear, Ed Woodward has recently had songs wishing him dead sung around Old Trafford and had a team of balaclava-wearing thugs turn up at his Cheshire mansion. David Gold has seen some fairly peaceful protests outside the ground and people wearing t-shirts asking to sack the board. Now, no form of abuse in football is ever acceptable. But if you're going to get that upset about a slogan written on a T-shirt, then I'd just advise staying well clear of H&M. Which is unfortunate, as you appear to have moved your stadium pretty much into a shopping centre. I'm not sure playing the victim card is the best way to win over fans in any circumstances, but that ice is particularly thin when you're a millionaire businessman who's pleading poverty. In this interview, Gold practically whipped out his own mini violin and played it whilst he was claiming that I've not received a penny in salary or expenses from West Ham in 10 years. Which in itself is true. Although I'm not sure you really need to claim that £3 on expenses for the cappuccino you had on the M25 services when you've received interest payments totalling £2.9 million on the loans you've made to the club over the last 12 months. Listen... The only similarities between Gold and Woodward would appear that they'd both be better off just shutting up rather than trying to dig their ways out of the holes that they have created. I appreciate that we are doing the same as Sky Sports, having a go at Golden Sullivan, and probably will end up having to apologise for this. In fact, if that's the way football's going right now, everyone and everything we've ever slagged off on this podcast will need to have an official apology. So I thought we'd beat them to the punch and get ahead of the game. Because we've had a pop at a lot of people on this show over the last three years, which means there's a hell of a lot to get through. Let's get started. Oh, first we need to say sorry to Golden Sullivan For slagging off the way that West Ham has run Then we must apologise to Mourinho Who we will blame next, we just never know Doctors players, refs, who is next is down to luck Anyone can get caught when he passes the buck VAR or GDI, it never is the same As long as the special one isn't to blame We'd like to say sorry to the big man Jürgen Klopp He's done okay, getting Liverpool to the top He jumps around the touchdown like he's spoiling for a fight But you have to say his teeth are just too white When Rooney has been victim to our often acid tongues Sorry about that Wazza, we're just having a bit of fun But I. Cos the piss like is making him feel down Then maybe you should just stop shagging around uh. Then there's lots of City fans about who we take the piss Because their home games they seem to miss That's a whole fan base that have seen the Red miss they can't get too upset Cos they just don't exist Please accept our apology And don't call the lawyers Thank you very much for listening to me talking about football and stuff. And on the left side, the latest dose of football funny. If you like what you heard, make sure you click subscribe so you get the next episode as soon as it's ready because we'll kind of give you a notification or something when it is uploaded. Give us a follow on Twitter at on the left side and leave us a review, however, you listen to podcasts because I'd really like that. See you next week. Silly, silly, angry, angry, angry. ranty. Immature, 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 on the left side, the new fragrance, immature. written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson, with additional voices from Gear and Sword. Nobody can smell it better. Immature.